0: all right hello everyone and welcome to the final final design podcast second time second time we're here it's the same three people over here do we want to introduce ourselves again sure let's go for it okay everyone is pointing at me so i have to do this uh i'm christina and i'm a graphic designer
1: hello rosanna i'm
2: also a graphic designer and i'm antonia i'm a product designer
1: yeah. And here we gather every second week or so, discuss <laughs> hot topics around design. And this week, our main topic is the most talked about rebrandings of last year. Yes. And I think we could start out with, we. so we work in a tech company. So we talk a lot about tech company rebrandings and the biggest one i would say is slack cuz it affects all of our lives in so many ways
0: <laughs> so not even people who use slack apparently
1: yeah 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 everyone has an opinion about it and it was uh done uh, so basically the rebranding was done by pentagram and slack's internal team together uh, pentagram being this very prestigious uh agency Agency, uh, I think they're originally from New York I think but they have Mm -hmm. no everyone's gonna hate me because I'm wrong probably but now they have offices (laughs) all around the world and I would say like personally Pentagram was one of the first agencies I got Mm -hmm. to know about and kind of like this benchmark of like a prestigious agency and and yeah then they rebranded Slack
2: and so so what, what do we think about that? Yeah. Shall we start? Yes.
0: <laughs> so they rebranded Slack, and that's where the shit hit the fan. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, I've seen a lot of jokes regarding the what the new logo looks like. Probably my favorite being from a Slack conversation with one of the colleagues who said that it looks like the circle jerk. And uh, I can't stop thinking about it. And I couldn't stop thinking about it ever since.
1: For me, I know it's. there's always that one person who says it looks like a swastika. <laughs> but, and in this case, I'm that person. <laughs> me too. I, 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 I just think it looks like a swastika. I've grown to like it more. Like when I first saw it, I hated it so much. But I've grown to like it a bit more. I think it's well done and and i think when you animate it and stuff you can make it really nice but i see a swastika (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
2: for me hmm, (laughs) how to start i really hate that rebrand like most of people uh (laughs) i think they lost their uh uniqueness uh with this change um and their current logo reminds me very much of google podcast app So uh, maybe that's just me, but they look pretty much uh, the same. I actually
0: have to Google Google Podcasts to know what it looks like. And it does. It It does. Kind of does. I mean, it's similar elements.
2: Yeah, very similar. Um, I don't like uh, how icon looks on my phone. I really hate it. And first, it was uh, like red, like purple, and then. Few weeks in or a month in, they change it to, to white.
0: white. Mm. Yeah, and I
2: remember in description they said something about being more recognizable. So what? Are, <laughs> so what's the message here? Like <laughs> your rebrand wasn't uh, recognizable
1: enough. I mean, like weird messaging. Um, also, if you think about it, like the amount of money and the amount of like work that went into this branding, and they have to change it like two weeks in
2: yeah like what's this like uh, one, like minor iteration (laughs) like you don't do that after rebrands like so like the weeks in Yeah. yeah
0: also one thing like okay the swastika i guess i can get by it like i guess it's fine but then they've also changed the font on the logo and oh my god does that a in slack look terrible
2: yeah it looks like it's a, a different like uh, font from the S. As I'm look.
0: I'm showing this to the other <clears throat> designers, yeah. but basically the A looks really weird. The like the A curve, it's it's kind of odd. It just kind of slaps into the A. What do you even call this? A circle slapping <laughs> into a stick. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> look at us. Yeah. And and then it just kind of overlaps, so that circle shape, the curve, it it has this harsh angle. Yeah. And it looks absolutely terrible. And the funny thing is, it's actually different. It's- it looks different in another place. Yeah. Like, here. Yeah. I'm showing the- another iteration of the logo, where that A actually looks fine. <laughs> So what
2: happened there? Yeah, something weird happened because when you compare S and A in their current logo, it, they are different. They are not the same type. Like yeah. when you really look at it, the contrast between S and A is. Um, yeah Is a like a, is, a has like bigger contrast. I would say mm.
0: it looks like the width
2: is off yeah um, yeah Width is definitely off like yeah. like s is like regular and a is bold or semi-bold or
1: something sure. like that yeah so. um, maybe that's gonna be the next iteration <laughs> round <laughs> first changing the color and now changing the font so yeah i'm kind of like disappointed um in many ways also um I don't hate it anymore that much, but one thing that I really liked in Slack's branding previously was how, like, how warm it was and how playful and how friendly. I think Slack was friendly. That was, Mm -hmm. like, one of the first things that came into my mind from their branding. And it was different. Like, it didn't look like every other tech brand there is Mm. and now they've kind of lost their soul as you Antonia mentioned also it's much more clinical it's much more boring and I think this is like when a brand tries to go up market and they think they need to lose all their soul to be able to be taken seriously I think that's kind of what happened um I'll live with it to be honest I don't like
0: It's not the worst, let's just say that. It's not the worst thing,
1: but... Yeah, let's not talk about
2: Dropbox.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we will! Oh, we we will! actually did! Yeah, Yeah.
2: (laughs) but that's like in 2017. Yes. But we can maybe just like go through it really fast or something.
1: We already had a discussion Mm -hmm. about Dropbox rebranding, like, what happened there? (laughs) They went mental. (laughs) I remember when they first
2: roll out their uh, redesign. I opened their their landing page. Actually, somebody uh, on some forum pointed out that they have some uh, JavaScript errors. So I open up my console, um, and yeah, like a million errors. Like it was it was just like pathetic to see that. Mm-hmm. And uh, what about using like three thousand fonts like. <laughs> what, what what's the deal with that i, I don't get that yeah. i
0: i don't get anything <laughs> at all because the way the user interface looks when you go to your dropbox yeah is absolutely different from when you go to dropbox.design and they show their design and it looks like a different fucking thing yeah. can we curse on this podcast I, I
2: will beep you because i don't know or we should Maybe maybe on Spotify we need to get like explicit tag. We something. can we can beep it out. <laughs> beep it out. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: Anyhow, yes, please.
1: Yeah, I think something also happened with Dropbox. I think the same thing that with Slack that they kind of realized after launching this new brand that maybe it's not the best or kind of like they, because what I saw from the Slack like response was that there was a lot of like twitter t- tweets and everyone was like tweeting and like showing how the logo looks like a swastika and then they were like yeah and then there was like something yeah I need to do you need to change it as soon as possible and they were tweeting back like no i think we're gonna stick with this one and they change it two weeks later <laughs> and i think the same happened with dropbox like they never went through with it so there is this dropbox design With the new identity, but it's not really displayed in their product. It's not really displayed anywhere else. Like, they just kind of left it there to die. Um, Yeah, who knows what happened?
2: Um, I mean, (laughs) I'm just looking at, uh, like, a recap of their rebrand. I mean, I love their logo. I always always love their logo. They're very clean there. But then they have, like, a million... Icon and color combinations, what with that? Uh, and then like million of typefaces, like don't do that, that's just disturbing. But yeah, once you get uh, inside the actual app, it's completely professional, highly usable, like really smooth, um, amazing um, like functionalities. Uh, yeah, I don't know like what happened. I think they wanted to appeal to uh, like um, creative people, like yes. designers. Yes. Because uh, at the same time, I think they wrote new feature called showcases or mm. whatever, whatever you use now, Dropbox paper. paper, and 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 something else for showcasing, right? Could be, yeah. Uh,
0: we won't use paper. Well, we used to use Envision. and now it's dropbox paper everything
2: ah, just dropbox paper, paper. Yeah. Yeah. okay i recommend i think they call it showcase or something mm. like that but good paper uh but yeah showcase i really hope uh i'm not like <laughs> saying shit right now uh it's basically your like portfolio your like mood book it can be anything like you just like put your your stuff and you you share with whoever mm. um And I guess they wanted to attract, like, creative people, and somehow maybe they thought, hey, um, if we want to attract creative people, we should use every color and every font we have. Maybe I don't know. (laughs) Because
0: because that's what people want. Just all the fonts. Exactly. All
1: the colors. (laughs) I do. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I
0: mean, kind of, but... the implementation case clearly didn't work out. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, the idea behind the rebranding, Dropbox rebranding, I think it's beautiful, kind of you like fusing together technology and art, fusing together creativeness and like seamless user interface. But I think what happened here, and we, which is a good lesson, is that I don't think the product designers and, the marketing designers maybe work together on this one
2: who knows um mm. there is no like data how how different design teams work together mm. so it would be interesting to hear perspective of bigger companies with bigger teams how they work together as a as a team one big design team
1: yeah mm. all right um, should we move into... Do you have anything else to try going back to Slack? Do you have any other <laughs> <laughs> remarks about Slack? It's <laughs> just terrible, terrible. <laughs> Go
2: back to old. Uh, <laughs> I would just say that uh, I love what MailChimp did. Uh-huh. Uh, I always loved the, their brand and simplicity. They always uh, tried for And with their uh, rebrand, I just loved everything. And I used um, their their admin, their dashboard, like for, for a couple of projects and I really like it. Like I, I really think it works, at least for me it works. Um, I like uh, how simple it is, how they solve everything with typography and perfect um, white spaces. So yeah,
1: I just love it. Yeah. For me, it was also something I had to get more used to when it comes to the Mailchimp rebranding, I've always been a huge fan as well. I think in general, like they really think about design a lot and they really like, it just comes off from the company that they really respect designers and let them like experiment with different things. I just think Mailchimp is one of the best tech companies when it comes to design, like almost everything comes Comes from them is impeccable and just really well done. Uh, with the latest, <sighs> it took a while. Like everything was yellow all of a sudden, and then very like if you think about what illustration trends are now, like very flat, sleek vector illustrations everywhere, and they went to completely different direction in so many ways. But I also love that they had the guts to do it. Like they. They also, I think I read somewhere that the rebranding was about going more upmarket, not only being like a platform for emails, but that platform for marketing automation. So what you would have done if you would have been almost any other tech company is to become even more boring, just like strip the soul out of it. But MailChimp went the completely other way. And I respect that a lot. Mm.
0: I think it's special. It might not be be like my type of a thing but I do think that it's very special and it's very different I do love the yellow color I love yellow color in general but I think it looks very bold mm. and,
1: and very it, it is really bold if you think about how many other tech companies have oh, yellow everything is turquoise or blue just blue, blue. yeah so
0: everything is blue or Worst case scenario, just black and white.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I,
0: I do love the color and illustrations, I think, are pretty cool as well. Pretty sure they're, well, I mean, maybe it's a loud flame, I don't know, but they look hand drawn. Like, I like this feeling of them being hand drawn mm. and very cute and. Yeah, I'm not yeah.
2: sure. I like <clears throat> illustrations. Uh, I mean, I like this animation on their landing page, but this style, um, I'm not a fan. Mm. I'm really not a fan. Um, uh, for example, this new trend with uh, these silly illustrations on on landing pages with people uh, that have like uh, like three times uh, their body mm. and uh, small heads and <laughs> just yeah. so silly. I, I really don't like it. Uh, the only illustration um uh, like type that, that I enjoyed so far is uh, with uh, Notion. Yeah, I think they, they have like nice illustrations. It's very simple and to the point, and I just like that. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Actually, a bit. I'm gonna go a bit off topic. You said that uh, you mentioned the disproportional illustrations yeah. with yeah. Like giant legs and whatnot. I'm actually, seeing a lot of people getting really sick of those. Mostly because, well, it's it kind of turned into a common illustration style to have those funky, very disproportionate, yeah, yeah, kind of disproportionate. I mean, not kind of extremely disproportionate <laughs> yeah. shapes and whatnot, which I was really into for a long time, and then I realized that everyone. Is doing those now. I don't know where it started, though. Might be a good topic to research, but it's interesting.
1: Or in general, like where does where do this start? Like, who was the first person to create like a person with tiny head and huge limbs? Like, where did it come from?
2: Yeah, let's let's research that. <laughs> Probably like some influencer on dribble and yeah. then then somebody copied, no, and, copied yes. and copied and copied yes. and here we are. Yes.
0: Everything comes from dribble. <laughs> just everything. Yeah. We should talk
2: about dribble sometime. Yes. Let's have let's go deep. I have a love hate yes. a love-hate
0: relationship with Dribbble. Oh who <laughs> I <doesn't>? just hate. <laughs> I just have a hate relationship, you know. <laughs> no, I mean like I like one out of Twenty things that are posted. Wow, that's
2: the gener- that's generous. Like <laughs> that's I like, that's
0: generous. That like is very generous. one out of thousand maybe. <laughs> because all the rest, the rest of it just looks the same.
1: <laughs> yeah, like Nike rebrands and web pages. Like what with that? <laughs> but going back to Mailchimp, the bottom line: it doesn't look the same. They are bold. They are gutsy. I like that. I think what tech brands could do even better is to get out of their comfort zone stop being afraid of color maybe not as much as dropbox they certainly (laughs) weren't afraid of color stop start experimenting with illustration start experimenting with typography more and even if Everyone doesn't like it. It doesn't mean that you shouldn't do it. Like if you're trying to impress every single person, yeah, that's impossible. That's impossible. Yeah. Do you have any other brands that you've really <laughs> liked lately?
2: Well, I like uh, Uber. I always liked how Uber uh, looks, but they're rebranding every six months. <laughs> I, I I lost track. I really don't know what's happening, and I'm not using the app so often. Maybe like. Once per year or something so I'll, I'm always surprised well it's an oh. interface <laughs> uh, but I don't know like it's always sleek and I think mm. their UX within their app is um, quite good um, I never had any problems um, so yeah I like them I on guess the you... other hand yes. if I may just add uh, Skype like what the oh fuck? Oh my god,
0: what happened to <laughs> Skype The One time I updated <laughs> Skype and it just went to shit. <laughs> Is this a toy now? <laughs> I mean, first of all, who still uses Skype in 2019?
2: You would be surprised. I have so many contacts in Skype. Really? Yes, uh, so with some clients I communicate primarily over Skype. I don't know why, but Sure. They they asked me for my like ID, so I gave them. So we communicated uh, there. I never got notification I never get notifications. So they like mail me like three days after. Hey, have you seen a message? Like no, no. Of course, I, I don't <laughs> open that app ever. Mm. Um, and I, I use it with my grandma. <laughs> uh, she, they they the, the, like grandpa and grandma. They can't use technology mm. at all. Yeah. So I know Skype has like this um this feature where call starts immediately. Yeah. Uh, so I just like turn that off uh, on sorry. Uh, so when I call them, um, it immediately uh like answers. So, so they don't need to. They press don't need to press anything, press anything exactly.
1: Yeah. That's nice.
2: Yeah, and then yeah. then I just randomly call and um. I, I, I hear them like walking around and then I have to yell like, hey, hey, I'm here, I'm here, pick up. <laughs> but yeah, like um I'm I'm going into another direction here.
0: <laughs> but anyway, I've dated it one time and it looked absolutely different on my phone and I was like, what the hell just happened? <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's it's, always like with this. It's...
0: Have you seen it?
1: No. It, I have not opened Skype in years.
0: It doesn't look the way you'd expect it to look, let's just say that. It
2: looks like something that appeals to young people, but young people don't use Skype. Maybe they were trying to attract it, oh, them way. back to I their actually, platform.
0: I actually Probably. have it on my phone, hold on a second.
2: I have it on my so you'll see Android version. <laughs> uh, let's see Skype.
0: Oh no, I it requires my password and I don't mm. remember it. Uh, well...
2: So this is All the right. interface yeah. and uh, well this is how it looks. I mean it looks uh, pretty okay right now Yeah. Uh, but like their branding and where they go when where they try to go. Mm. I, I don't like this
1: gradients. Yeah. No, this is a big no. Uh, seeing it the first time makes me think that yeah they're trying to attract those young people back probably. But they won't. Yeah they're losing Ton of people to like other messaging it's apps, a business
2: yes. mes- messenger, and like call app. Like, what they're trying to do, you-, you can't be Snapchat and business manager in one tool. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah,
1: Christina, have you any have you got any opinions on the Uber, Uber rebranding?
0: I just went to the landing page, and by the way, we're located in Finland, so it right redirects to the Finnish landing page oh, no, actually, oh no, it redirected to the Russian one. <laughs> oh no. um, I'm looking at it and it's, it, it's uh, yeah. there's text that doesn't fit the button. It looks terrible. It looks absolutely terrible. It looks like it. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's just the finnish one. Let's see if I can uh I'll have to. I'll have to include my VPN to check out the international page. Because in the meanwhile,
1: you have mentioned, Christina, in our notes, that everything's flat. Do you want to um, explain yourself? (laughs)
0: Explain (laughs) Explain
1: yourself.
0: Um, Well, yeah. Basically, when I was researching this rebranding topic. I've noticed that a lot of brands just went to a more flat style with their logos and some even uh, kind of condensed their names. For example, there was Dunkin Donuts and they just became Dunkin. There was the the Huffington Post, what a complicated name, and it just turns into the (laughs) (laughs) HuffPost. Oh my god.
1: (laughs) And then MasterCard, also an identity from Pentagram, they just dropped
0: They just have two circles! Yes, They just have two circles!
1: (laughs) And then also, like, there are so many, like, so many different brands that just went super simple. And just just dropped, like, effects, dropped, well gradients were huge like Stripe came and then everyone was using gradients and iOS was gradients. And now we're seeing like gradients being dropped. And what I'm seeing a lot, which is delving to our next topic actually, is that we're seeing just a lot of text on a background, solid background. I think that's where it's going for. And I would be really interested in knowing why all of a sudden we're going so minimalistic. Like where does this minimalistic trend come from? Is it like the economy? Maybe when the economy is good, we go super simple. I don't know. Maybe there's some weird thing here that I don't understand.
0: Oh, I Well, obviously whatever happens in the world has an influence on anything. Ooh! If you really think <laughs> so, so smart. We're getting deep on this book, but anyway, I mean, in terms of design, I feel like in many cases it's like some huge design agency made a rebrand, and everyone does the same thing, mm. kind of, or like thinks, okay, that so this looks like it's gonna be trendy, so I'm gonna try to incorporate this similar style in my work as well. Mm. Or the dribble case as well, where you just see the same type of illustration over and over and over again.
1: I think dribble is going to have a crisis because if you go to their website, it's like gradients, like so many gradients.
0: And people who create UI for non-existent stuff, like just for the, the sake of like creating a UI with like organic shapes and gradients.
2: With pictures that that perfectly fit into interface
1: and copy that perfectly fits into interface. How (laughs)
0: convenient. I don't
1: don't necessarily think it's so bad if you're doing it for practice. I think for practice it's great. Yeah, but but then you have to understand that real life doesn't always work like that. If it would, it would be great, but it just doesn't. Yeah.
0: So the conclusion is real life is not dribble.com. <laughs> <laughs>
1: hey, do you want to go into predictions for 2019? Yeah. And-
2: the only thing I think w- th- that will happen is uh, more companies will roll out their custom typefaces mm-hmm. uh, because that's a win to have your own custom typeface. Uh, other than that, I think <clears throat> illustrations will become something else. Mm. I think we are tired of uh, two big legs and two tiny (laughs) heads. Uh, But let's see, maybe I'm wrong here. Mm. Uh, And hopefully, this is my hunch, but I'm probably wrong. I think animations will take over static images Mm. because it's
1: so easy to to create them nowadays. Yeah, that's my take. Yeah. I also continue your thought on the typography. I think typography is having a huge wave right now. I think it's becoming like the most important thing in many brands. Uh, I think we're seeing such nice new typefaces being created all the time and also bad ones, but (laughs) (laughs) both what I'm seeing now is that there has been these chunky serifs and chunky sans serifs for uh, quite some time now. And now we're moving more to the like quirky and contemporary grotesque typefaces many companies as you mentioned are having their own typefaces and i also think typefaces are becoming art so it's not even about being very well like that you can read them well i think they're becoming more abstract and more crazy like for example today i ran into this this font typeface called Moonbase it was all actually created in 91 um, and 90s is coming back for sure and I saw this music festival using Moonbase as their body font Uh, for people who don't have internet I can google it right now Moonface is very weird it's like it's like pixelated text but soft and round and it's you can't really read it it
0: looks like liquid it much.
1: looks like liquid and it's very like you can't even read it, but I think this is a new thing, like e- <laughs> even typefaces you can't really read. base Alpha
0: yeah. is the one. Yeah,
1: I think it's gonna go where like the typeface becomes the art.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that won't be very good for marketing. <laughs> That's for sure. Uh, I really hope th- this uh, won't go into a whale- way that it will become a trend and everybody will just use it? Because I can't read that. <laughs>
1: um, I have a hunch it will be. <sighs> <laughs> or just in general, like, like typefaces becoming abstract and illegible, where it's not even... It doesn't... The purpose of the typeface is not to be legible, but to be art. Yeah, as a product designer, I, I, I'm hearing <laughs> this and I'm like,
0: oh, No, no, oh, take this knife out of me, please. <laughs> yes.
1: Okay, Christina.
0: Um, I do think that animations will become more popular Well, due to the same reasons that Antonia said they would. They're more accessible now in terms of creating them. So I think, and I would love to see more animations, and I would love to see, in terms of web design, let's say, more interactive stuff. I feel like we're at this point where we kind of want to bend the dimensions and we want to feel like we can interact with a lot of stuff. So that's something that I would love to see and I hope it would happen. And uh, in terms of illustration, I feel like the flat style will be going away sooner or later. We're gonna get into a uh, maybe more not photorealistic but you know something more or like less abstract let's say. Mm. I think that it's a possibility that that will happen because we had what several years of flat illustrations at this point. Yes. So maybe it will, maybe it won't. I don't Mm. know. Interesting. Let's
2: revisit this in a year and see how much we
1: got it right. Yes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like everything wrong. (laughs) Everything looks like a renaissance painting (laughs) all of a sudden. (laughs) or That would be cool. Yeah, <laughs> I love those. I love those.
2: For me, that's only art. You remember the other day I said, well, maybe it's not as smart yet well, to completely repeat what I said. But yeah. What I like is Renaissance art. Yeah. This is like my thing.
1: Okay, mm-hmm. let's hope for that. Let's start a new trend. So all the Renaissance art painters out there, it's your time to shine.
2: <laughs> Zombies <laughs> walking painting. <clears throat> uh, okay, so. I think we are now at the point where we share one design-related thing. That should be fun, right? Yes. Uh, Who shall go first? Christina? Christina. Yes.
0: Oh, yeah. Last... I wanted to say last week, but (laughs) we didn't record this last week. (laughs) Last time we were doing a podcast. After the podcast, I actually remembered this interesting video that I've seen of Natasha Jen of Pentagram. Saying. We're really trashing Ben Ducker Avenue this week. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. We love you. We I'm, love I'm you. I'm sorry, Natasha Jan. Maybe <laughs> maybe you're just misunderstood, like all the artists out there. But I don't know. Anyway, uh, so Natasha Jen had a talk at some conference, which I, the name I don't remember. Basically, the title of or the name of her talk was Design Thinking is Bullshit. And for 20 minutes, she was talking, well, not specifically trashing design thinking, and I think that's where the misunderstanding comes from. Essentially saying that people don't realize what design thinking is, and they use the phrase design thinking onto every, everything that is created where essentially design thinking is not implemented, but where it's assumed that, hey, I've created this thing, and I thought about maybe one use case for this thing. And I applied design thinking to this because that's what design thinking is. I don't know, it was very confusing. I read the YouTube comments under that video and no one was happy, (laughs) let's just say that. People usually aren't in YouTube comments. (laughs) People usually aren't, but you know, the top comments were like, you just don't understand what design thinking is. Blah, 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 blah. I don't know it was a very confusing thing and i still don't really understand what she was talking about one of the examples that she showed was a hospital room for like children was like a some sort of a for cancer patients or something like this and it had a lot of you know those giant machines and whatnot and since it was like for children it had a lot of like different colored butterflies on the walls rainbows different animals and it had like all those terrible looking prints to be honest and she was like well this was designed using design thinking and i guess what she was meaning by saying that first of all i don't know where she got the idea that that was designed with design thinking that's the first thing but i guess what she meant was okay so how do I even explain this? I don't know how to explain this. <laughs> it's it was a confusing talk and I, I still like I've watched it several times and I still don't get it and I don't get I don't get the commenting people who are saying that she doesn't understand what I think it is. I just think that there's a giant misalignment.
2: There is a giant misalignment, I would say. I really enjoyed her talk. Uh, you shared link, so I immediately yeah. went and um, watched it on YouTube. And I mean, I pretty much agree with what she's saying. Basically, she says, uh, I don't remember like completely um, what the video was all about, <clears throat> but I remember that I was like agreeing with a lot of stuff. Stuff and uh, basically design thinking. I'm doing like air air, air quotation. Course, yeah. Um, it's basically common sense. Yeah. Uh. So, so yeah, I feel like nowadays people try to uh wrap basic stuff like common sense in fancy wording so yeah. they would seem like professionals or like they're better than others or whatnot. Maybe they just like just marketing to sell yeah. yourself better. Um but yeah <laughs> but yeah I I, I enjoyed her yeah, talk. That's
0: the thing. I didn't disagree with her points. That's the point. And I feel like maybe she didn't like because I do feel like there's a misunderstanding with people who disagree with her. Because the way I was seeing is people are like, Oh, you just don't understand what design thinking is. But like, I think she does. <laughs> like, And yeah, design thinking is a concept. Design thinking is, you know, you to, yes, you have to think about who you're designing for, what you're designing. Like, you have to be conscious about the design. That's what design thinking is, essentially. And I, it's, it's just kind of amazing to me how the m- this misalignment could happen and yeah i mean i do agree with this like i, I agree with your point and i didn't disagree with her points at all mm-hmm. so i mean i guess the, the name of the talk was kind of a clickbait <laughs> so we all got baited <laughs>
1: <laughs> maybe we can have a complete episode about design thinking i think it's yeah. it's something really interesting and we could discuss like an hour still
0: yeah, yeah, why not? Let's do yeah. it sometime. Yeah. And that's the thing. that I don't think that... Maybe I don't understand it. I don't know. <laughs> what Perhaps I, I I'm don't. Thinking? Maybe I don't. Maybe I know absolutely nothing. Yeah. Or maybe I'm too young. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but
2: what you said right now completely follows what I wrote in our document. So,
1: mm. okay. Yeah, um, I have like a pretty off-topic thing. Um, Basically, just something that uh, I find really amusing and I've been really enjoying lately uh, are different breathtaking animated movies and series I've seen lately. It's something that, as a designer and as a person, I can just appreciate like where the art of animation is going, how amazingly talented those animation studios are, how much work it is, And it just, like, makes me so happy to watch this. Uh, So lately I've seen the latest Spider-Man animation. I don't normally. It's called Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. And I'm not into Spider-Man movies whatsoever. But the way, I think it won the best Oscar for, or the Oscar for the best animation this year. It's stunning. Like it's done so well. It's like every single detail has been thought into it. How it like alludes back to like comic books and how it like freezes the frames to actually become comic frames. Uh, It's beautiful. Like I just loved every single moment of it. And then a very different uh, example is the Netflix's new show called Love, Death and Robots, which is this really NFS V like, don't watch it with your kids type of show. Um, It uses a lot like every episode is from a different animation studio. So the animation styles vary a lot, which is also really nice because you get to see so many different like, how can people even like visualize this so differently? Uh, Many episodes use uh, motion capture 3D, but there's also 2D. I can mention a couple of my favorite episodes. Uh, in episode three, The Witness, like it has very similar aesthetic to the Spider-Man movie actually. Uh, so stunning, I loved it. Um, and then episode 14 called Seema Blue, is very different to the animation, very stylized where people have tiny heads and small <laughs> limbs. Uh, but basically, I just wanted to appreciate or share, like, show my appreciation to the art of like animation where it's going. I would love to see more animated movies and series made for adults, specifically. Um, yeah, that's mm-hmm. my web. That sounds, With... that sounds <laughs> <laughs> Uh That um, yeah, and it's not very design related, but, but yeah. Yeah, maybe. But yeah. it's beautiful. So, I liked
2: yeah. it. <laughs> That's the key takeaway. And now it's me. So to continue what Christina uh, said, maybe I'm too young, so I don't know. So I don't know how, but I stumbled upon this article called Ageism in Tech, Why Older Designers Are Better Than Younger Designers. What? (laughs) Yeah. uh, So basically like in in, almost first paragraph, it's like the human brain is not fully developed until age 25.
0: Okay, as a side note, I'm 21, so oh, I'm no. basically an embryo. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you can't design,
2: probably. I,
0: I can't. I, I, I can't do it. I, yeah. I, I just lost all the ability. Now that this information just <laughs> it, it entered into my underdeveloped brain, and I lost the ability to design. Goodbye, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and
2: I'm pretty bad as well, because uh, it seems that I can design for, for only four years, so yeah. I'm probably very bad as well. Uh, so yeah, I don't know what the fuck is with this, tar- <laughs> this article, it tries to argue that leading role, I don't know, Like um, I read it like two or three weeks ago, um, I didn't quite prepare for today's podcast, <laughs> <laughs> I forgot what, it, what it's completely about, but I was like, what the fuck is happening? Um, and basically like leading roles should be for like more mature design. I mean, I think that's like complete another bullshit because, for example, we have Christina here. Uh, she's uh, 21 uh, and she's like uh, so good, so good. I could watch her designs <laughs> all day, all night. You, you should see what she does with Blender. I mean... <laughs> It's amazing, <laughs> out of this world. So this article is pure trash, and I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> the person who wrote it, and another no. just, just like slight, like just, just something I need to add. Uh, Figma. So I'm like the biggest Figma ambassador in the world. I'm converting companies to use Figma. I think please
0: Figma pay us and Antonia specifically.
2: <laughs> yeah, uh,
1: not an ad.
2: <laughs> I would. If somebody's listening, my address... (laughs) I love Figma, like, uh, they just had a slight, let's say, facelift of their um, app just last week, I think. Most of people that I saw commenting hated it, like, hated it so much. Like, so much hate. I don't have strong opinions. I think it's fine. I can't see why most people say it's too minimalistic now, but I don't care. I mean, I know what's editable. I'm a designer and I'm using this interface eight hours per day. So I I, I know what's editable, so it doesn't bother me. But I I can see if uh, somebody's like uh, more junior and they never used Figma before and they're confused now. Like what's, what's this? Is this read only or, or like editable? But yeah, anyways, uh, I love Figma. Please, everyone use Figma. And
1: for those people who are junior or don't know Figma, Figma is a design tool. Uh, I've heard uh, how it was described just like a couple of days ago. I read an article where they said Figma is like doing doing the same thing as Google Docs did for like teams, basically, for designers. So all the designers can collaborate at the same time. Uh, They can... They can be in the same document. They can see real time their edits. They can share. They can share uh, their designs with everyone in the team. Uh, yeah, we are distracting Rosanna. Yeah, <laughs> we are showing uh, imaginary watch because we need to wrap this up. Yeah, and basically, I'm like the first person to anyway talk about Figma because I've used it like twice. But that's good
2: because you can say your uh, completely unbiased opinion. I mean, I'm a, I'm a huge, like, fangirl and I'm, I have only <laughs> nice words. I, I'm not critical at all. I'm like,
0: <laughs> marry me. Well, I've seen it in action for 10 minutes and it looked great. Yeah.
1: yeah. So, bottom line, Pentagram, to better and Figma, we love you.
0: <laughs> yes. That's good. Agree? Yeah. And now the okay. outro. All right. I guess it's time to wrap it up. And so we shall. <laughs> uh, next time we're going
1: to be back. And hopefully we're going to have an Instagram mo- uh, Instagram account where we can actually post these things we're talking about. So Maybe live
2: stream it as well.
1: Maybe live stream it as well. And then you can enter a discussion with us. Yeah, and, be cool. and if you have strong opinions about MailChimp, Slack, typefaces.
0: <laughs> Don't have opinions on us. They're prohibitive. Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah. See you the next time.
0: Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.